I worked graveyard shift for a long time. One night about 25 years ago, I had caught up with my night's work, but was unable to back up the work I had done. I decided to clock out and drive to Walmart to buy a box of new discs and leave the receipt for our bookkeeper so she could reimburse me. A few days after this incident, we learned that our computer had a virus that was corrupting the floppy disk we were using. So you get the picture. Floppy disk for backup, no cell phones for most of us. It was a primitive time. I arrived at Walmart about 3 a.m., went in and found the discs. I decided to visit the toy department, as it was early November and I wanted to get Christmas gift ideas for my son, as well as several nieces and nephews. While I browsed, I felt someone watching me. I looked around, and there were three men nearby and all were staring at me. I looked back at them long enough to fix their appearances in my mind and went on looking at toys. I was in no hurry. I was off the clock and I wouldn't need much time to back up my work after I got back to the office. So I continued to look around, even strolled through housewares for a few minutes. Every time I looked over my shoulder, those three guys were close and watching me. After the second time, alarms were sounding in my head. They were repellent looking, with pasty pale faces, as if they spent all their time indoors, eating junk food, and their eyes were cold and hard. What disturbed me the most was the way they were dressed, much too warmly for the weather that night. Even though it was November, it was about 55 degrees Fahrenheit outside. I was perfectly comfortable in a jean jacket. These guys were in heavy coats suitable for sub-freezing temperatures, and they had them buttoned to their necks inside the store. The only reason I can think of for that was that they were hiding weapons beneath those coats. I finally headed towards the cash registers, thinking that, if no one else was leaving the store when I did, I would ask the cashier to call security and request an escort to my vehicle. As I reached the register, I saw my stalkers standing just inside the doors. They muttered amongst themselves for a moment, and then they exited the store. As I was paying, a man and a woman lined up behind me. I had seen them shortly before I neared the register, and they didn't seem to be paying any attention to me. I moved to the area between the registers and the doors and stood waiting for the couple, fiddling with my buttons and blowing my nose. When they moved towards the doors, so did I, staying just a few steps ahead of them. I had parked not far outside and reached my vehicle quickly. The stalkers were sitting in a car that was parked nose to nose with my pickup truck. I hopped in, locked the door, then sat back and stared at them. The couple I had used as my unwitting escorts walked past me and the stalkers got into a car a few spaces away. They left, and after a minute or two, the stalker driver said something to the others, started the engine, and pulled away. I watched as they slowly left the parking lot, then ascended the nearby interstate highway overpass and took the entrance ramp. Only then did I start my engine. I took my time looking around as the engine warmed. I continued along the street for a couple of miles past the interstate, then pulled into a dark lot behind a strip mall, turned off my lights and engine, and just waited, watching the few vehicles that passed. I wanted to be certain that I would not lead those guys to my office building, which was isolated and at that hour, usually deserted except for me. After my pulse slowed to normal, I restarted the truck and returned to work. I'm female, but I'm almost 6 feet tall and weighed about 175 pounds. I know that my size has protected me from a lot of mayhem over the years. I was also armed that night. I carried a loaded Smith & Wesson 357 revolver and as well as a speed loader, which is like an extra cylinder full of bullets. Still, I probably would have been no match for three determined assailants. This experience cured me of my nonchalance about running errands in the wee hours, and validated my conviction that, any time I get the feeling of someone's eyes crawling all over me, it's wise to look around and find the reason. About three months later, my husband and I were watching the local evening news, and they showed photos of two of the stalkers. 
they were wanted for armed robbery. A few days ago, I decided to go to Walmart to pick up a few things. That day, I was wearing a bright dress with sunflowers printed on it. I wore my hair down, which is also a brighter blonde color. As I was shopping, I went down the international aisle to grab Murin. As I walked down, I felt eyes on me. I stood in front of the shelves stocked with different sauces and condiments looking for Murin when a guy came so close to me that I had to look at him. The moment we locked eyes, he smiled and said, Hi, how are you? I instantly felt uneasy. So I said nothing, smiled at him, and walked away. There's no particular reason the man made me feel uneasy. He looked fine. He looked like he was in his early to mid-thirties, maybe a few inches taller than me, maybe around 5'8", and had brown hair. His dirty orange cut-off shirt and brown boots made me think he was in construction, but who knows. All I know is that he was weird in a way that I can't put my finger on. After I walked away, I went to the completely opposite end of the store and kept looking around me. He was nowhere to be found for the next 20 minutes or so that I was shopping, so I thought I was just overreacting. I started heading towards the checkout area, and once I got to the lines, I saw him standing right next to the refrigerators next to the checkout, staring at me. He had one item in his hand, so after we made eye contact, he walked towards the self-checkout area. I did a 180 and headed for the longest line I could find, thinking I could wait him out. It took about 20 minutes to get through checkout, and I dragged my feet walking out of the store making sure that guy wasn't waiting for me in the store. With him nowhere to be seen, I picked up the pace once I got outside. I started to think I was being irrational. He wasn't unattractive. He gave off no signs of actually being dangerous. I must be crazy, right? Walking towards my car, I saw a brown worker's truck waiting close to the exit starting to drive around the parking lot once I stepped out of the store. I didn't think much of this truck at the time because I had thought the guy had left, and at that point, I just wanted to get out to my car because it was raining. I finished packing my truck when this same truck started to pull through the spot diagonal of mine, slowly inching into the spot next to my car. I finished packing my truck when the same truck started to pull through the spot diagonal of mine, slowly inching into the spot right next to my car, so that the driver's side was right next to the truck's driver's side. I heard the guy's voice say, Excuse me, as I opened my car door. I quickly slid in hoping I could just get away from him, thinking I didn't hear him. I locked the door, turned the car on, and quickly turned into the reverse. I started pulling out, but before I could get far, the brown truck pulled forward and moved diagonally right behind my car so that I couldn't back up without hitting his car entirely. I looked in front of me and realized with the car in front of me, there's no way I was getting out just driving out of there with no issues. I turned my head and saw the guy sitting in his truck with his window rolled down. I decided to roll my window and ask, what's up, in a hostile tone. He began, I just saw you in the store, you know. You're absolutely so beautiful, I just had to tell you. Oh, thank you, I said, praying he didn't get out of his car. I couldn't let myself walk away without asking for your number so that I could take you out, he told me. I picked up my hand with my wedding ring and told him, I'm married. As he began to respond, I rolled up my window and stared at my steering wheel, waiting for him to move his truck. I couldn't stand to look in his direction, because I felt his eyes on me. So after what seemed like the longest minute... I heard him finally move his truck. I peeled out of there in a heartbeat. The guy might have had great intentions. It might have actually been genuine. But I got a dark and heavy vibe that didn't sit right with me. This happened my sophomore year of high school. My high school is down the street from a decently sized shopping center in the middle of a pretty large suburb, 
so the little plaza is normally pretty busy, mostly because of the Starbucks, McDonald's that all the kids went to after school, and the Walmart. Now, this Walmart isn't the typical warehouse type. It basically only carries groceries, so it typically doesn't attract your Walmart types. On the day this all went down, my friend and I decided to walk the McDonald's in the plaza to grab a bite to eat and chat. When I decided that I wanted to buy some cans from Walmart to donate to people in need of the hurricane relief. Since we came directly from school and neither of us could drive, we both still had our backpacks on us. I'm paranoid of being accused of stealing. I'm black and definitely living in the most progressive area to say the least. So I left my back with my friend who waited outside while I bought my stuff. Now, here's where it all goes downhill. I walk in and head straight for the cans, which are on the edge of the aisle, right next to the entrance. Anyone walking past all the aisles could see me in clear view. I was gathering the cans in my arms when I see an old man, maybe 70 or 80, hobbling, not walking, hobbling towards me. I assume he's just walking into my aisle to shop, so I give him the polite, hi, how are you, smile, and go back to my can shopping. Only now I realize this guy's eyes are trained on me. And the closer he gets to the aisle, the clearer it becomes that he's trying to talk to me. I'm a little weirded out by this point, but I again assume that he's harmless. Wrong. He eventually stops next to me, and I turn to him in acknowledgement, and he has this horrible fake smile on his face, laughing, and he says to me, You know why I come to Walmart? To look at beautiful girls like you. At this point, I started becoming scared. My mind started racing to all sorts of conclusions, and I questioned what I should do or say. Should I yell for help? Ignore him? Be rude to him? I had no clue. I ended up trying to still be polite, and I simply said, Thank you, hoping that it would satisfy him, and he'd leave. Wrong again. This wasn't enough for him, because now he started chatting me up. He asked some stuff that I don't remember, then he asked a golden question. So, how old are you? This was it. This was my time to tell him my true age, and then he'd back off after learning I was grossly underage. Finally, I had my ticket out of this horrific exchange, except when I told him I was 14... He cocked his head at me, and his sick smile widened. Fourteen, you say? I thought you were seventeen, he stated, while almost seeming more interested by learning this fact. At this point, I'm nearly in tears, but I'm too damn nice to tell anyone to leave me alone. So I just humored him with nods and mm-hmms until he finally left. I was mortified. I felt violated and dirty for not telling him to leave me alone despite not having the courage to. After he was far out of sight, I walked over to the customer service counter and told them what had happened. How he kept hitting on me after assuming and knowing for a fact that I was underage. At this point I was hysterical, and the customer service guy had the nerve to tell me that they couldn't do anything at all, not even ask him to leave. I left the store without my cans and returned to my friend in tears, and told her what happened. My friend didn't take lightly to this guy, and tried again to reason with customer service to no avail. We decided it was time to leave, so we called my mom to come get us, and agreed to tell her when she arrived. When she did eventually pull into the parking lot, we told her everything, and once again I was marched back into the store, but not to talk to customer service. By some stroke of luck, the guy was walking out of the store as we were walking in, and when I told my mom that was the guy, she let loose. The wrath of an angry black mother was released onto this unsuspecting old white dude, and this dummy responds, I didn't know she was 14. Nice save, dickhead. I'm a 31-year-old wife, mother, and Marine Corps veteran. I practice and help instruct Taekwondo and Krav Maga. Never in a million years did I expect something like this to happen to me, but last night it did, and I hope this is the right place to get this off my chest. 
Last night I went to Walmart to do some grocery shopping. On my way into the store, I noticed a shady looking beat up gray sedan circling around the parking lot and not parking. I found it odd, but brushed it off and went into the store. After I finished shopping, I came out of the store and noticed the same car still circling. Still odd, but not enough to make me put my guard up. I unloaded my groceries in the car, took the cart back to the car corral, and when I entered my car, I got a really strong urge to immediately lock my doors, even before I started my car. Almost immediately after I did, the same sedan whipped up, partially blocking me in so the only way I could get out was to reverse. It was a middle-aged man, and his window was rolled down and he was yelling at me. What made me nervous is that both his hands were in his pockets. I couldn't be sure if he was just weird and cold or if he had something in those pockets, so I didn't want to take my eyes off of his hands, which made it hard for me to back up. So I rolled my window down an inch and asked him what he needed. Stupid, I know. He said he needed help and that he couldn't hear me well, so could I open my door? I asked him what he needed help with and he started yelling at me to just open my fucking door. At that point, I put my car in reverse and chanced to glance at my backup camera, during which time he had gotten out of his car and was at my door, trying to yank at the handle, still yelling at me to open the door. I tore out of there so fast, I'm surprised I wasn't stopped by the police. I found a crowded, well-lit parking lot and called the police, who thankfully took me seriously and went to take a look, but the man was long gone. I know nothing happened, and perhaps I shouldn't still be this shaken up over it, but that encounter really shook me up. I just wanted to share. Thank you for reading.